0: Welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere with your host, Chris Parker.
1: And welcome back to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere. This is Chris Parker and I'm having a conversation with John Vong, who just described himself as a shoemaker. But actually, of course, he's not a shoemaker. He is the founder and owner of Local SEO Search based out of Toronto, Canada and he's serving a couple, you know, I think businesses, English speaking businesses uh, all over the world. So we're going to get into his business himself and uh, I'm sure some tips and tricks um, to try to make SEO approachable for the average entrepreneur. Um, I'm looking forward to it because I'm sure I can benefit from his advice as well. So John, thank you for joining. Uh, Lovely to have you here. Can you share with us uh, what is it that you do and why do you do what you do?
0: Yeah, well, thanks a lot, Chris, for the intro. Uh, Definitely a shoemaker when I, maybe in my past life. Um, But I started this agency, uh, SEO agency called Local SEO Search back in 2013. So eight years now. Uh, Prior to starting this agency, I was in advertising sales for 10 years. And I dabbled in traditional advertising sales and online performance-based affiliate Uh, based. And then I worked at a directory called Yellow Pages. So maybe your listeners may know of Yellow Pages or not, but I was there for five years selling ads uh, to business owners. And that's where I really found my passion um, of really understanding what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Like I was very fortunate to be working with thousands of business owners. So I've always worked with businesses. And during that time, these business owners would tell me their journey, tell me everything about, you know what they did and why they continued doing it. So I felt like I had a an hour mentor every meeting I had with these people. And what resonated with me was they really loved what they were doing, very passionate. They stuck with community. they focus on foundation, which is, understanding the value they're providing, where people are willing to pay for a product or service. And the community really brought everything together, family, lifestyle, people, right? Serving a local base. And when they, you know, for me, I was selling ads. So they basically told me before I left um, near the end, but during the middle of it, they were telling me their frustration when they were spending more than ever getting less return on their investment. So we're spending more, but not getting a good lead flow or a quality of amount of people inbound, right? And people are shifting. The behaviors were shifting. Google was now becoming the prominent go-to destination to seek out their products and services of their kind, right? Very similar. So I, I either wanted to continue selling and each call I was getting was very difficult right like I was battling just to renew the ad spend versus trying to upsell because nobody wanted to spend more and getting less right and they were just voicing my concerns so it was basically front line I was the right at the end of customer service sales and they basically advised me like look I'm I know there's a different option I just don't know who to go to where to go what to do and I basically wanted to be the that for them. So I started this company, not knowing anything about SEO or technical d- development, computer. Like I was old school. I was a sales rep, right? I was doing audio tapes on Zig Ziglar's, the Brian Tracy's, you name, you name it, the sales people, right? Uh, I was going to conferences. I was doing audio tapes, right? In my car, listening. And... You know for me it was more okay i'm listening and there's a gap in an opportunity in the marketplace and i filled it and so first couple years starting this business it was challenging i didn't know if i wanted to continue because i'm good at sales i just didn't know anything about seo i had to figure it out so i built a team around it made a lot of mistakes learn kept making mistakes kept trying to learn <laughs> kept making more mistakes so it was an endless cycle of getting better right but Throughout that journey, for eight years, I've been very honest with everyone that I've been speaking to about it. So at the beginning, I was telling people at the beginning, I didn't know anything about SEO, but I'm going to do the best, you know, that I can. And if you're with me in five years time, you'll know about me. So get in early, right? Like I had a self-motivated mm. desire to be the best I can to help these people. So that's a little bit about me. A
1: little bit, John. Thank you for the, the the sharing that that story in the background. And I would love to go deeper because, um, I've you know read your bio and have, have you know looked at the website and stuff. And apparently, you're you're a finance major. Um, I'm an accounting major, you know. So, and then you you did I think like a study abroad over in England, um, and then came back. And so, how did you find yourself into sales at the yellow pages of all things and um and what keeps you moving into this you know deeper you know which is kind of a marketing and a technology space which i think is probably getting harder to sell as well so what's that thing inside you that is really driving all this
0: so growing up um my my parents came here to canada as uh leaving the war in Vietnam. So I was the fourth child, fourth child. And I didn't, growing up, we didn't have a lot, right? Like government housing, food stamps, you know, just necessities to get by, I feel. And that really uh, gave me a strong, curious foundation of like trying to understand what what is out there. Um, access to information, choice, like all these things never really knew about. Um, so you know, going to school for the first time, leaving, you know, my roots, which was Hamilton, Ontario, to go to Western, which is London, Ontario. Um, first time living abroad, first time even staying outside of my home. Like I never even had a sleepover, right? So for me, that was first chance to see what's out there, and then having a chance to do an exchange program to fly for the first time. That really broadened my horizons to see. Wow, there is an abundant amount of things in the world, as opposed to my little circle of two buildings, all I knew was that's it, right? I Mm -hmm. played in the park, and I knew the people around me, that's it. So for me, it was just broadening my horizons. And there are great people out there, you just have to go out there and seek it. And if you wanted choice, you have to earn it, like nothing's given to you. So you got to work hard, right? So I had tons of jobs, tons of opportunities over the years, I learned from just people, like that, that resonate with you, right? So my value was family early. It was all about like staying true, honest, doing the best you can, hard work, you know, get a good education. You know, my parents were very strict, right? They were telling me, you need this to eventually have a car or have your own place or live on your own, right? So it's building this foundational blocks. And that really drove me to discover and be su- super curious on who I wanted to become, who I, what jobs and careers I wanted to um, pursue and who I wanted to surround myself with. And um, over the years, like thousands of people I've encountered, all these business owners, all these people, even like wisdom. I, I always look at like when I'm in my 20s, 30s or 40s, I'm always looking at 20, 30 years ahead of me. And who are those people and what are their life's, lifestyle like, right? Who do I want to become as similar to, Mm -hmm. right? And they have to be real. They have to be like real people I know versus, yeah, you can read, you can watch, but you don't know them on a personal level. So I'm all about like getting to know people. So I'm really into relationships. And that's a core foundation I've learned, like growing up, family is everything, right? And my friends are all my childhood friends that kind of grew up the same you know way right like parents left the war came to and resided in this pocket in canada and now they're all professional doctors specialists lawyers dentists you know what i mean like we actually grew up together and they they were my group of friends so watching us now evolve to have choice is amazing um so for me it's like endless knowledge there's always going to be Information out there, there's change. So, with technology and advancements of marketing, I would say, digital age, there's always new software out there. Yes, it's going to help you become more efficient and productive, but it has to mold with your systems and processes. It has to work for your people. Hmm. And will it help you or will it cause you more stress trying to adopt new change, right? So you, you just have to analyze and figure out what works for you in your lifestyle. So with all these things, moving parts, you just have to have a good balance, gravitate towards good people and connect with them on a more intimate or personal level to really get to know them.
1: I love it. And, and I just like an hour ago, got off uh, a call with a, a dear you know, childhood friend, um, also from Vietnamese descent. Living in Southern California, and, and um, the, yeah, the richness of his family ethos, if you will, has been is, is amazing to watch and to be, you know, experience even in a in a small part. Um, so it sounds like you're you're you know getting the the best of all worlds there, and also traveling around. John, how do you take this this family spirit, if you will, this family energy, and bring that into your your business? And, And in in something that's kind of abstract, so I hope, you know, the next question is going to be about what is this SEO thing? But uh, before we get into the the, the content of it, um, how does that sort of mindset or belief system come into your professional world?
0: Yeah, so um, great question. Uh, Family means everything to me. My mom, my siblings, we're very, very close. My friends are close. Like, we are like family. We go out have fun drinks relationships is all like just kidding around being kids again right fun so for me adopting it into the business was all about trying to mold or find people that resonated culturally as well as upbringing and values right and I was making a lot of mistakes early. Don't get me wrong, I I hired wrong, I fired wrong, I, I did so many mistakes. And I hired for all the wrong reasons early, right? It's like skill set didn't really mold my kind of trait and didn't really have a good persona, right? Like for me, I I had to refine that over the years. I wanted to really reflect how I wanted to be presented in the world. Mm. And by by being honest with everyone, transparent and letting people in on my whole life. I have nothing to hide. Like if there were things that I was be disappointed in, I would share it, it's okay. Hmm. And they either like me or not, it doesn't matter, right? It's like, for me, that's how I wanted to per- be perceived in this world. And um, I learned that storytelling is huge throughout the sales journey of my career and being authentic, raw, letting people in on it. They either like you or not, and it's okay. There's gonna be a lot of people that say no, they either hate me, that's fine as well. But hopefully the respect that I get is all about like you actually showed vulnerability. You showed true, the true rawness of yourself, right? And that's what people really like and resonate with. Um, so that's why I get from my staff right like the ones that have been with me for eight years or five years or seven years they stick because for me it's like I treat them like family so it's the same thing with my clients I treat them like family I try to do things that I go above and beyond treat them like they are a part of something uh, bigger than a community like a family and that's the biggest closest bond that you'll have in life
1: well I'm I'm appreciating getting to know you. And, and um, yeah, before we pressed record, we, we said we'd see if we hit each other by the end. I don't think we will, but because uh, we're, we're having fun with it. So um, uh, what is SEO? And let's just assume that people have never heard the acronym before, you know, saying like, how can we, you know, the, 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 the spirit of this podcast and, and also I think your work is to simplify things that can be overwhelming, confusing, complicated for others. So how would you introduce what is SEO and why should anyone care?
0: Definitely, Um, SEO is search engine optimization. And if you're a business owner, uh, you've probably heard of it. You've probably gotten emails or phone calls and people claiming to do magic to help you get on Google, the top of Google. Um, But what SEO is, is really positioning from Google to match customers or users who are seeking out a keyword and they find a website on the first page and on the first page of Google there's ads at the top. There's usually a map if it's a local search and below the map is organic search or natural listing. So what I help businesses with is getting them to appear on the map, which is natural organic and also below the match, uh, the map, which is natural as well. So that's search and optimization, helping you position your business as a, thought leader in Google's eyes as well as the users so that it matches the intent so that you are known or as an expert or thought leader. And why would that matter? Because majority of the people in the world and you yourself, myself, itself, don't go past the first page, let alone, mm-hmm. maybe even top five listings. Um, people are strapped with time. They believe Google and they trust Google more than anything. They trust Google's already done their vetting and uh, homework to match them with the best queries and the websites that match their queries and history and behavior. So understanding that whole concept of being in front, more visible, having an opportunity to generate more clicks that potentially will generate more leads, calls, actions, Form inquiries that ultimately will result to more profitability.
1: And that sounds like a bit, like a, uh, a bit of a funnel there. But before we get into, um, you know, maybe your advice on plotting that out and, and, and how you can help people with that, what are some maybe some silly mistakes or silly things that the snake oil salesmen have been, you know, pushing on the world that are magic
0: uh, SEO tricks? Yeah, uh, with SEO, there's a lot of uh, people out there that claim they're experts and they're going to work magic, right? There's going to be hacks. There's going to be guarantees. Well, no one owns Google, uh, just Google owns Google and Google wants to generate revenue through ads. You trying to game the system to then appear on the first page without earning it is not for the best interest of Google. Google's interest is to match the best results with the user's query based on your search history. And what they deem best is, foundationally, I believe, you know, someone that knows their stuff. They're experts mm-hmm. in their own right. They've been in business for a long time. They really know their product or service. They've been uh, speaking, potentially. They might have books. They might have you know, a lot of community experience, I would say. Very similar to when I was at Yellow Pages with thousands of these business owners, the ones that survived for not 5, 10, 20 years, generations, what did they do best? They understood how to run a business. They took care <laughs> of the customers. They understood what the value they were bringing to the table. What was their unique selling proposition? What was their you know, competitive landscape looking like? like? All the foundational stuff. People forget that, and they think... Well, Google is just another marketing avenue. All I have to do is pay someone, and in one or two months, I'll appear on the first page. Well, logically, you know, as a business owner, if it was that easy, everyone would be doing it. But but if you think about it as a business, it's so hard to run a business. Yeah. Google's so, just yeah. Um,
1: but I've installed Yoast on my WordPress page, so I'm done. Of course, on-page
0: SEO. Um, So Yoast is a plugin or all-in-one SEO. And on-page comprises of maybe 10 to 15% of the whole ramification of what Mm -hmm. SEO can do for you. There's over 200 SEO signals, right? And there's always changing um, because of competitive landscape, other SEO companies uh, competing. So you have to understand the landscape that you're competing in. There's billions of websites out there. There's probably hundreds if not thousands of competitors going after the same keyword terms. And there's websites that have been around longer than you have, and they've been doing SEO longer than you have, or they've been in business longer than you have. So in reality, you know, people have to be, the perspective is not there. They don't understand what they don't know. They think it's easy, just like business. Going, in, getting into business is not easy for a lot of people. If it was strategically done, planned out, then it well, could be easy. Well, I, I, would, I would, I
1: would challenge you there, John. Um, I think it's very easy to get into business. It's really hard to stay in business.
0: Yes, <laughs> no, that's that's good.
1: <laughs> there's um, a lot of people I know who maybe shouldn't <laughs> quite be in business for themselves, and they well, or they should, but they should realize that there's a learning curve and there's effort. There's in. in, in shortcuts smart cuts you know you know don't don't always work so um what are some of the um like two or three things that people could do on their own without asking an expert expert like you and then we'll get into a, hopefully a program of change or some sort of service what what are what are two or three things that um you know an expert who's trying to you know attract the right customers through search um, bring them to the right place and have the right action, call to action there. What are just two or three things people can do to to improve just a little bit?
0: So first off, um, you have to know your market, your product, service inside out, um, and build a really good website. Pretty simple, but depending on how serious you are, I would say invest it, own it, build it from scratch, and hire. Uh, expert to build a website. Yes, there's Wix, Shopify, Squarespace, other platforms, but you pay for what you get. So limitations. Um, and then owning, right? So the content is so critical, building the, the key asset of your website, and then putting together information that matches what the intent is the purpose of people landing on the website and what do you want to speak to them with so answering the who what why when why where how questions um but more importantly what do you want to be known as what is the product and service that you offer and speaking to those clients uh, who are seeking out your product and service so the first thing i always tell clients is have a good business. Go interview your 10 best clients that are paying you money, not surveys, because anyone can lie about surveys. Real customers paying you. You have to have revenue. Someone that has a business, go out there, learn how to sell, get revenue, make sure you know who your ideal customers are. 10 best. Best is lifetime value customer, someone that will pay you whatever product and service you have out there. They'll continue buying. Then interview them, ask them every question you can about how they shop, where do they search you, what medium channels they seek you out, why did they trigger you to buy from you, what brought them to you, what's their personality, who they hang out with, what's their age, revenue, everything, ask them everything. That's your avatar for your website. Speak, whatever you put on that website is to speak to those people so you can attract more of them, right? And then of course, it's like run a good business. If you don't run a business, (laughs) everything is useless because with SEO, it's not gonna help you if you don't know how to answer your phone calls, take care of customers, understand like what's your competitive advantage, unique selling proposition, all that stuff, foundationally, understand that. Then it's more like, okay, content-wise, your customers tell you what they want. What medium, channel, what's the funnel looking like? Like content-wise, Do they like written? Do they like audio, video? Do they like images? What platform are they using? There's a lot more to it. And I know know I'm talking a lot here, but... Great, keep going, keep talking. It's not easy Mm -hmm. for the average business owner to grasp what is involved until they start doing it themselves. There's a lot of expertise to build a website, then to create content that compels to your ideal customer. Then to create great content that has hooks that really are SEO friendly, that really has depth and well-researched. Like all these take time. And then the technical aspect, like building a website that's fast, compressed, you know, optimized with all the title tags and, you know, less CSS, less plugins. Everything's like, it may sound easy, but until you try to do it yourself or hire someone to do it, it takes time. Just like anything. Mm There's an expertise involved in every little aspect of running a business that as a business owner, you have to realize what your strengths and weaknesses are. You have to understand what you enjoy doing as well, and then kind of fill it with people that you know would be a good fit with your business.
1: I love a um, little selfish plug here. Um, the having built websites for people and certainly managed enterprise websites and some of these teams. Um, some of this was, was my inspiration to create the simplicity scan. And I'm not sure if you've seen that John, but it's a one page uh, canvas that I'm, you know, is available for free from ebullient.com. And uh, what I tried to do is not use MBA words, you know, so, so, so use you know, everyday English words and to ask about these, the 15, you know, different areas that, you know, over my experience have, are really relevant. And so these first things that you you spoke about, like, why are you here? What's your purpose? Who's your customer? What's your product? What's the customer journey look like? Also what your mindset is, you know, a lot of those things, those are just things that are on that checklist. So if, if people are scratching their head on, hmm, I'm not feeling so comfortable about my business. Then you can go get that 15-page um, or that 15-area checklist and, and and check that out. That'd be pretty cool. And then you will also see, I think, how, also how complicated it is as well. And then the, and then, um, you know, to the, the words that I keep hearing uh, uh, recently is is um, uh, Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach. And I'm working with some people who are Strategic Coach fans, and it's all about who, not how. So instead of asking yourself like for me, instead of asking myself how can I improve my SEO, I should be asking myself who can help me with my SEO. So, John, with that you know open door, um, if someone's running you know a professional, healthy business um, and they want to up their game, how can you help? What what, is, what what does that whole experience look
0: like? Yeah. So even growing this agency, I I learned a ton right about how agents. I don't even. To be honest, I, going into this, I had no idea how agencies operate. I still don't even know how a proper agency operates because I've never lived it. All I know is yellow pages in traditional media. So for me, that's my world. So I've I've really built this to add value to my customers, make it simple because most business owners don't really know and care about how you do things. They just want results. Yeah. They just want leads. They want... Customer sales revenue. So, understanding that I built it to make it easy for business owners to just plug it in with our system, right? Like you go with us, we're a boutique SEO agency that built a team that revolves around seven pillars, right? The content team, the development team, the SEO strategy team, the link building team, the social media team, the graphics video creation team, the, you know, reputation management team, all these play in alignment to work on your campaign. And for you to try to do it yourself, or hire independent contractors, in-house specialists, freelancers, or even trying to you know, go with another agency that's claimed that, claim that they're SEO experts, they probably do more ads than SEO and invest in it because they don't mm-hmm. have a good solid track record in the system. So I wanted to just do one thing really well, which was SEO. And that's the hardest thing in digital landscape. People don't want to touch it because it's hard. For me, I, I feel like it's a great opportunity if you do it really well so my track record is you know it's what it is but people can check it out right and well, fall-
1: let me let me jump in there as far as um track record how can you measure the success of seo meaning you can probably spend a lot of money on something that is hard um what's the, what are the one or two best measures of success that you come back and say woohoo chris we yep. did it you know, and so, how, how long does it take to, to win?
0: So the thing about measuring success, um, there's metrics, right? There's analytics, there's call tracking, there's clicks that you can follow. There's heat mapping and all that. I My gut is if a business owner wants to continue the relationship with you, it's successful campaign. Hmm. And if they want to continue and they start referring you business, they're happy. So this is old school. I, again, there's a lot of technology stacks out there. It's great for SaaS companies. Great, right? I don't know. For me, I'm the old school kind of business owner that, like this, this is the relationship play. People trust humans mm-hmm. more than you know, software. And for me, if they know that you're in it to help them achieve whatever goals it is, and it could be just refining the lead source, getting better high quality leads, not scattered brain to get one offs everywhere, right? Refine it so that they get better quality, you know, whatever it may be, that's success to me. And it's more the relationship, right? It's the longevity of it. And if they stay with me, and yes, you can track organic traffic, metrics, you can track lead count, you can track even call tracking to record every single conversation, right? If they don't know how to pick up the phone, they they don't even pick it up properly. There's chat boxes all there. You can do all that. You can do email funnels all day long, right? Because that's introverts trying to sell. Mm -hmm. But the easiest thing is get on the phone, talk to people, find out if they're happy or not. And... Get to know them. Find out their pain points and deliver on it. Simple 101. This is sales 101. Again, Chris, I, I mean, I'm an old school kind of guy, but I'm 40. I'm not really old school, but I'm 40. I'm just saying.
1: I just had to laugh. Introverts introverts trying to sell. Damn it. That's I'm an introvert. Yeah, I, I would love it if there was some secret machine that you could set up, an automated uh, marketing machine. It would go out and bring in dollars. I guess if if, if, a, if a business owner is willing to work with you again, they have either experienced um, revenue performance, or they feel they will experience revenue performance, and that you know that's probably the uh, you know the, at the end of the line, you know that's the old school measure, you know for are we making money together? So, exactly, um, John. Um, you also have your own podcast, and so I'm, I'm curious, how does that fit in? Um, what I what I understood from you is is it's also quite conversational when you're talking to, to uh, well, I guess your family, your community, you know, family yeah. by the largest uh, definition, I think there.
0: It's just fun. Like I, I started this two, two, three years ago. Um, it's an extension to the business, but I wanted to share experiences, right? Like I worked at Yellow Pages for five years. I've been doing this for eight. And of course, many years of other experiences. My VP of sales was at Yellow Pages for 30 plus years working with tens of thousands of business owners. Mm. But me and him, we actually are old school sales people, but we understand how businesses run by the old standard of revenue, not metrics of impressions and clicks and all these tool sets that people want to sell, right? Like CPM and impressions and visibility, all that stuff doesn't really resonate with business owners. All they care about is dollar and cents profitability.
1: Right on. And um, so for people that are are interested in this will be on the show notes, the the company name is localseosearch.com and the uh, podcast is localseotoday.ca for Canada. Um, and I'm sure you can find it on podcast players around the world. Um, you're on Apple, Android, Spotify, probably. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if, and, and you're serving um, businesses worldwide, at least in English, um, but you're Canadian. So you must speak French, right?
0: Uh, No, (laughs) No, no, English speaking, I mean, for me, it's more just finding good people, right? People that need your help, you know, where you stand, you know how you can help people, but they also have to be willing to acknowledge that they do need help as well. Um, So just good people, good business owner, we're different people altogether. Business owners are not the average employee type person. We're a personality personality people and for me it's just gravitating towards hard-working real people
1: love it and and there's a lot of hard-working real people i think following this and uh, also joining this you know as guests that's what we're like for me everyday entrepreneurs everywhere is exactly that hard-working real people sustaining their lifestyle hopefully making an impact um and most likely they could use some seo help so um Starting to wrap up, how would that look like? So, so how can they reach out to you? And what would the initial first steps look like?
0: Yeah, so you can check out the website. It's www.localseosearch.ca. I also own the .com. Okay. Um, but .ca is definitely probably more updated <laughs> uh, living in Canada. Okay. Um, and I also help a lot of business owners. So I mentor a lot. I'm all a part of a lot of communities. Um I'm all about giving. So if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out, email, the form. We kind of do like a free website audit for businesses, but we kind of do the vetting as well. So you have to qualify and make sure you're a real business. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's trying to offer up, up real educational insights and knowledge to give you better reflection of where you stand in your business compared to your competitors and what it really takes. And what I mean by that is like an honest opinion on what it really takes to become a leader or be being on the first page Mm -hmm. for a lot of the terms. Right. Um, And it's not easy. So it's not for everyone. But if you want to be in business for the next five, 10, 20 years, SEO can definitely be the best return on your investment for your business. Great,
1: John. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, You got me thinking um, and everyone, you can check them out at localseosearch.ca as well as .com and I'll put the CA on the show notes. And you can also find the link to John's podcast, um, Local SEO Today. So John, thanks for joining.
0: Thanks a lot, Chris. Thank you for listening. Like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player and download the Simplicity Kit from ebullient.com.